What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 135 of this podcast and as always make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them if you you choose to listen to them at a speed you are comfortable at so whether it's 1x 1.5x or 2x whichever one you're comfortable with i tend to speak a little bit slower uh, so i personally prefer 2x so just just try that out it'll, it'll probably uh, be good and uh, yeah i mean let's get started with this episode So there is this new thing that happened I'm sure literally all of you are aware about it that sort of perfectly describes how the markets are going nowadays and that's Donald Trump's spelling <laughs> rather pronunciation so uh, if you if you've heard his speech you know how uh, how beautifully and eloquently he's been pronouncing certain indian words and rather certain hindi words and indian words so that perfectly describes how the kind of market that we've been seeing it's just all over the place and really not what we've seen before and honestly uh, all the blunders aside very very funny so um, that's that's my slightly offbeat take on what we've been seeing jumping back into the normal conversation that we typically have uh, we we saw some pretty crazy selling pressure today like honestly 2315 crore fi selling 1565 crore di buying so that disparity that difference between the two is just pretty crazy i don't know what the reason for that is but that's what that's something we're seeing so uh i i remember uh yesterday i'd seen something that certain people are beginning to close their shorts and if that's the case then we might see a short covering rally soon clearly today was not that day so whether we see that tomorrow whether we see that uh, day after tomorrow not sure but uh, as as we move on to the indices segments uh, indices segment in a bit i'm hoping that uh, you know we'll be better equipped to answer that question for now though i had one uh, you know interesting observation and that is the complete and utter unwillingness of the broad market index nifty to even try higher levels so for example we saw it you know very comfortable at 11850 11840 again more on this in the next segment i just thought i'd mention it here uh, but then it just ended up falling very very steeply uh, to below 11800 levels and it was just unwilling to sustain 11800 which is a very sad thing to see uh but again it is what it is that's probably the selling pressure coming in and you know we 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 hear the word selling pressure a lot so we we know roughly what that means you know selling pressure is when a lot of people are selling but when you're actually looking at the markets i really wanted to help describe or help pictureize what selling pressure looks like and uh you know imagine that you've got all the orders in front of you and selling pressure is basically when you just see the number just going down and the num that the number that i'm talking about is the number 
uh, where you know the bid and the ask both are just just going down and it's really a very very quick thing you know you're you you aren't getting the chance to place your order properly using the market depth nor are you getting the chance to you know place it at a reasonable level uh you know if you're, if you're thinking that hey you know i'll just put it two rupees above those two rupees will become eight rupees above uh the current market price in literally seconds another very distinct characteristic of uh you know these extreme selling pressures type of scenario is when it just does not give you a chance to enter or exit if you think you're going to do it at market then then <clears throat> the market order will probably get executed a good four or five rupees from where um, you know the, from the LTP so all those things are very common and those are typically what I associate with selling pressure overall just unwillingness to go up and uh, a very strong negative bias purely because people are just dumping what they have in the markets without really um, you know without really thinking twice if, if I can say that and that also reminds me of uh, something Warren Buffett said uh, yesterday, I think. So he said that he's spoken about uh, he's spoken to Bill Gates about the coronavirus, and it's, it's actually very sad. And all those the regular old, uh, you know, mumbo jumbo that these guys typically say. But he said that he isn't planning on selling his stock anytime soon. So if if you know if we take Warren Buffett's word for it, then he is not getting rid of the paranoia. He's not buying into the paranoia. If anything, is probably just accumulating more stock and more shares at this time if his word is correct so or he's just playing us and he just wants to inspire that confidence again so he can dump all of his stock uh, but either way if we just discount that skeptic uh, view he is still relatively reasonable as far as the markets are concerned of course that is related to the US markets not really the Indian markets but since we are seeing a very similar thing happening uh, with the global markets in general, I thought it it would be very relevant to talk about here. So that's it as far as the observations are concerned. Let's move to Nifty and Bank Nifty. Nifty closed at eleven thousand seven ninety seven. It's down thirty one and a half points, and uh, gap up opening, but then filled that gap in really really quickly. In fact, I remember during at the start of the day. It was uh, it was relatively positive. Things were looking good, and I almost thought for a second that that fib uh, level that we were talking about, 11.807 yesterday, held, <laughs> but clearly that was not the case. It breached that level by a good 10 points, and the low I think was like a good 15, 20 points away at least. So that's what we saw. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, 30,432 closing. And it's down just 22 points, so, you know, all things considered, not as bad as Nifty. Again, very similar to what we've been seeing these past few days, where Bank Nifty is a lot more bullish than Nifty. Uh, but this sort of counteracts or this sort of compensates for Nifty being far more bullish than Bank Nifty a few weeks ago. So that's how they're placed. As far as the ADR, 15 is to 35 for Nifty. 7 is to 4 is to 1 for Bank Nifty, that one is unchanged. So, reasonable, really not too bad. I mean, Bank Nifty clearly has a lot more gainers, but I'm assuming that those are the, you know, smaller gainers rather than the bigger gainers, or the extent to which they've gained was not that high. As far as Nifty's gainers and losers are concerned, we've got some relatively smaller stocks and 
lower weighted stocks and in general stocks which tend to be a slightly more volatile in the losers list so we've got uh, you know sun pharma dr ready labs and such whereas on the gainers side we've got tcs tata steel and stocks which which are you know a bit more stable from what i've observed so that's another interesting thing to see they're probably just recovering from the terrible you know mess of a day we saw yesterday so especially because yesterday there was really no other reason except for that paranoia for it, for it to actually go this down so it's probably just trying to you know level back is uh, what my uh, you know view is on that as far as the daily chart of nifty it's clearly breached in that fib level 23.6% at 11807 so i'm assuming that if tomorrow is going to be a positive day if the shorts are going to be covered tomorrow then a gap up above that level is something that we should be looking at if not it's going to be a slightly harder level to you know uh, break through if we, especially if we've got a gap down opening and then a recovery attempt unless of course we've got strong momentum so uh, that is where it is at right now and if we're looking at a gap filling we're probably looking at 11700 being hit and uh, you know the 200 ma line is right over there which is really not a good sign i mean think about it has the current scenario really become so bad that it's at its 200 ma because we know that it generally does not go near the 200 ma unless there's something really terrible that's happening um i, I personally don't feel that that's the case except for all of those things happening in delhi um, you know the financial markets as such are really not uh, that poorly placed so i'm not quite sure why this is happening probably just paranoia um but yeah i mean 11700 is possible if this continues uh, what what sort of blows my mind is that 11800 has always been a very very strong support and it was just breached like that so that's quite sad in fact these past few candles have been very very choppy and i do expect things to steady up soon because if you look at this patch you'll see just all sorts of wild candles and i feel you know a few weeks after this or at least once things have settled down we'll probably just look back at this and say that whoa it must have been one hell of a ride to uh trade in markets like these so that's my view on nifty it has breached its rsi 40 level as well which is again a sad sign but rsi is really not uh, the thing which was going to dictate tomorrow's moves so let's see how it goes as far as bank nifty is concerned on the daily chart it looks better it looks actually much better and the distance between it and its 200 ma is far far narrower in fact it's already somewhat breached uh, not not breached but it's already somewhat touched its 200 ma line earlier in this month uh, which is a good sign because it bounced up from there so we know that it's a support and unless you know there's something really majorly negative we probably won't see it being breached um so we're probably looking at 30200 levels or so um you know if if that is uh, if that 200 ma level is to be respected if not as i said yesterday 29800 29900 is likely uh but again that's that's probably in the absolute worst case scenario because right now it's a good 500 points away so that's my view on that and you know if we talk about which was the real culprit as far as dragging both the indices down towards the end of the day uh, by the looks of it it is indus and bank because it took a massive shit 
uh, on the markets, uh, you know, again in the last third of the day, since I divide the markets into thirds instead of halves. So yeah, that's my view on the indices, and let's move to my trades. So my only trade for the day was an 11900 call for Nifty. Had I timed it well, I'd have made a de decent return on it, but I was getting MTM 8% or so. I did not take it because in absolute terms, it's really not that much. Ended up with a minus 40% ROI, which is just terrible. Uh, thankfully, my capital was limited. Um, so, you know, in absolute terms, it, it is an amount, but it's really not that big of an amount. So that's the case. I was going to take a repair trade, you know, just try to make sure that I'm at least breaking even for the day, if not uh, in the green. However, when I went to take the trade, my, my you know, my hope, my balance was just not enough to cover even an intraday position. When I thought of exiting some of my, you know, holdings, because that is what they're for, you know, some, some holdings are just there to earn a return. Uh, while I don't use the entire capital when I was trying to do, do that the option price had already gone up by a good 10-15 points So I decided against going that way. That was a good sign because uh, You know the prices just moved like five rupees before they them just completely reversing so it was a good call no pun intended and uh, Yeah, those were the trades for the day <laughs> You, I, I doubt that you've heard any position trimmings uh, from my side in the past three, four days because literally there has been no scope for position trimming. I'm actually just trying to hold on uh, to any and all profits that I get, let alone you know trimming the position because it's because the prices are going up. So yeah, that's what I'm seeing, and let's move to the lessons. So my lesson for the day is related to the trade that I was unable to take and uh, it's it's something that my father really goes by and it's called probabilistic thinking and what I or rather what he means by that is just think of the markets moving going up or down as a probability according to this guy Mark Douglas if I remember his name correctly or if I remember the person correctly. Uh, he says that, that the odds of the market going up or down or in your favor or against you are 50 50 so uh, if your risk management is proper if you make sure to time your entries properly then <clears throat> even that 50 50 scenario can be made just massively profitable for you so the point i'm trying to get is when nifty made a new low uh, it was it was the you know the way the prices were moving it appeared as if it is, you know, respecting that low and it's, it's just trying to make at least a mild recovery from there. So that is when he prompted me, told me that, hey, you know, just look at this. It's probably a good idea to get into this uh, because the risk is low. So I was like, hey, you know, I, I already have made a minus 40 ROI, but, uh, you know, I'll try because ultimately I just want to sort of try to break even as much as I could. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't take that trade. But I had I taken that trade, I'd have more than broken even. So, um, you know, sometimes that is a very good way to look at things. In fact, if I had the capital, I, my my lesson would have still been the same, but my trades would have been different and uh, much more positive. So, yeah, that's the lesson for the day. I'm hoping that this is helpful uh, because 
in the market in the kind of markets that we're seeing right now that's literally the best trade the best way to trade in my opinion because any indicator you look at unless it's it's no indicator tells you with absolute certainty unless it's going to tell you with absolute certainty you are probably not going to make a lot of, a lot of money <clears throat> you know trading in mar- markets like these consistently because that's just how they are and uh, in case you're wondering why my voice changed i don't know just something happened so uh, yeah that's my that's my lesson for the day and uh, yeah I, i i hope this help this episode was helpful and informative and uh, try try taking better entries i'm hoping that will work uh, far far better for you and far more profitable for you that's it for this episode happy trading tomorrow see you in the next